Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Oh, welcome back. Hi, thank you. How's your garden? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. You know, got rid of the, of the uh, rodent problem. Oh, yeah? How'd you... I don't want to know. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen any rodents at all since... But anything. It, since I since I got the peppermint plants. Oh yeah. right! I was like, since you put a sign out front that says "No yeah. ratting here," and they they were like, "Oh, we're not welcome." <laughs> no, I just I just put them out. I just planted them near like the holes that I saw, mm-hmm. and they haven't been around. So, excellent. So yeah. far, so good. Ah. Oh, and our president, our president has lost his mind. Yucky! We don't talk about him here. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying because. The the latest episode, he uh he got this crazy quack African doctor lady mm. who's talking about like you know COVID. What is it? Uh, oh, demon. COVID was because no, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't demon sperm. It was uh alien DNA or something like that. Well, that I said the other day. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like somebody who watched the X Files fight the future movie but fell asleep in the middle. So they got the yeah. beginning part where they get up to the the cornfield and that's where all the alien DNA is. Fell asleep in the middle and woke up to a naked scully being pulled out of an alien pod. So that's some alien DNA being inseminated into her in some way. Like they were like, What am I watching? What happened here? Is she naked? What's going in her mouth like that? That's what it sounds like happened. And then she was like, I guess that's how True. you spread disease. But why would you introduce that person into a national or to a national audience a couple months before the, your re-election campaign? Because you secretly don't want to win. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to so what kind drop, of stuff? You can just drop out. You don't have to run. Oh, that's not how egomania works. So you just go totally out of left field. That's right. I mean, <laughs> it would. I'm not even, I don't even think it would work. Like, if he really wanted to lose, I was like, he could say some, uh, like, maybe racially insensitive things. What if he says the N-word? I'm like, that even, even then, even then, I don't think it would work. And I He came pretty close. He, he came does. really close one time. He does come close, but not close enough. I'm like, <laughs> say it. <laughs> I'm like, say it. Ruin your life. Say it. <laughs> uh, well, I already made it very clear what side my bread is buttered on when I threw out my unilateral support for Michael Shanks on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I think I made it pretty clear where I stand. I stand at every day. Every day I read something and I go, nah, surely this is fake. And then it's not. And my brain cannot process it. (laughs) I thought it was fake too until like I saw it on CNN and I'm just like, wait, what? This is real? I'm like, and from my experience, sex with demons does not give you any disease or alien DNA. They're very respectful. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, this can't be real. Demons are very into consent. You have to call them to you. They never just show up. Yeah, don't you Yeah, don't you have to summon them? That's just... right. Respect. You can't just pretty much like they don't. It's like you're walking down the street and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, demons never whistle at you while you walk down the street. They're better than that. Oh, they don't catcall. <laughs> no, they're fallen angels, not monsters. 
Everybody can have me at that too. <laughs> also, my mom was making uh, what was it uh, chicken Alfredo, mm. and she's never made Alfredo before, so she saw the recipe like add a wine, and she tried to add red wine in the chicken Alfredo. <laughs> I stopped her, thankfully. Like your 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 cook senses went off, like Spidey sense. You were like something's about to go bad. Yeah, she's because I saw because I, I saw she was cooking it. And where you know you've been in my house before, you know the kitchen yeah. and the and the living room and stuff. I'm in the living yes. room and I see her picking up wine. I'm like, oh, what are you making? Chicken Alfredo. And I see her pick up the red wine bottle and I'm like, what are you doing? No. And you reach like, are you out. drinking that while making it, or you put? No, she's like, I'm gonna add. It says add wine. I'm like, it's white wine, first of all. Oh no. Oh, that's so that, that's a good I'll, save. Yeah. My uh, Danny's daughter, uh, the first time she ever baked uh, cupcakes, she used olive oil instead of vegetable oil. They tasted like lipstick. Oh, that sucks. It was okay. She was, she's a fair bit younger than your mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, we've all like done, done some crazy kitchen, kitchen crap. I still can't make scones. I just don't know what my problem is. I can't do it. You can't make scones? I know. I know. I don't know what. why. I don't know why. I try, and they're either too sticky or too moist, and there's no happy medium. Either I'm putting, even on wax paper, either that's or in the, the batter, because <laughs> it's just tearing it to pieces. Do you have the butter really, do you have the butter really cold? Uh, it comes out of the fridge. Well, you know what? I don't think I use... Like butter, butter ass butter. I think I use like a tub of whatever. Like uh, no, don't butter use adjacent. like or like the spreadable butter. Right, right. right. It's no, you butter. have to use the uh, the cube butter and make sure. See what I do? I put it in the freezer. Mm. Oh, it's gotta be that cold, huh? So, well, it doesn't have to be that cold, but I just to make sure I just put it in the freezer for a little bit, mm. and they come out. You know, I'm gonna try that. Whatever, I make my own salsa now. Yeah. And, uh, I made my own salsa, and I got it perfect. <laughs> They're, like, just the right amount of spiciness without it being, like, torture. And then... Never made salsa before. Oh. I'll send you the recipe. It's really good. I made a recipe. Okay. Uh, it takes about 15 minutes. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world. A frying pan in a blender, and you've got salsa. <laughs> I can make a bechamel, a bechamel for like mac and cheese, mm. which is like kick ass. I like everything. Well, I made my first hummus like two weeks ago. Oh, how'd that come out? It came out great. However, you got no matter what the internet tells you about the fast way to peel chickpeas, there is no fast way. It's one pea at a time. <laughs> oh gosh! Because I use canned chickpeas, I'm no fool. I don't have like rehydration time on my hands, so. <laughs> I did that once for uh, beans that we had gotten from Colorado, and the gas that I had for a week from rehydrating my own <laughs> beans was not to be believed. And there's no trick to making it less gassy when you do this. It's just nothing. So one pea it's at a time. Just full on gas. They're like this. You've seen a chickpea in your life. They're like that. And you got to squeeze it and then take the chickpea and put it in the colander and throw out the shell one at a time for two cans. How long did it take you? It took me like, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half. Going one oh, thing. I, what I did was I set up my iPad 
to keep me company. And I did what I do at work. When I need to get a lot of work done in a short amount of time, I put on something familiar that I don't need to see. So mm-hmm. your person of interest, your leverages, things like that. I put, uh, person of interest. I love that show. Me too. Uh, somehow being a Jesus freak only makes Jim Caviezel a little hotter. <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why. So I put up the, I don't know. the iPad because I'm a demented person. Uh <laughs> And I, I put on Supermarket Sweep because that was new to Netflix, I think. And I was like... Yeah, it's the 90s ones, right? <laughs> yep. I was like, all right, we're going to put on Supermarket Sweep and we're going to peel chickpeas one at a time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. whose idea was this? Like, tzatziki sauce is so fast to make and Slovakia marinade is easy to make. And then Thomas takes... Oh, God, help me forever. Forever. Yeah, Netflix is also getting like a bunch of the UPN shows to put on there too. Oh, really? That would be very interesting to see. Yeah. You know what wasn't on UPN? Um, yes. Uh, Stargate. You got that right. <laughs> nice one, two in a row. All right, I killed it. Was that nine fifteen? I whispered a, a swear word, and I got to take it out. So let me write that time signature okay. down. <laughs> Uh, you're right. Tokra Part 2. Here we go. They do a little previously on, because I imagine there was a gap of time in between the airing of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tokra do not want an alliance with Earth, because, number one, they don't really, they're not bringing anything to the table, if they're being honest. <laughs> and they are always honest yeah. with them. Like, yeah, they don't have any technological advanced things to bring them. They're like, you, not only do you not have nothing to give us, like literally nothing, but uh, the thought of even being a host to one of us is so repulsive to you, look at your own face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? She's like, why would, why? You're like, I hate you and everything that you are. Do you want to be my friend? I hate, I hate the fact that you exist. You want, you want to join us? Best friends forever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrid. So, uh, Sam, it occurs to Sam. Oh, so this all happens because SG3 shows up to extract Sam. And they're like, well, what, what is this? Where are these people? What? What? You're already got extra people coming in. You're like, don't worry. I won't tell on you. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I got a whiff of my own armpit. It's gross. I forgot to put on deodorant. <laughs> I'm the, smelly, I'm, I'm the smelliest girl. <laughs> Some people are naturally unsmelly. Not this guy. Like my husband be like, why don't you go take a shower? And I'm like, that'll make it worse. Because it'll wash, <laughs> like I'll wash off any remaining deodorant that was there. And I'm like, I'll just smell five minutes later. Like badly. <laughs> He's like, you should go to the doctor. I'm like, what are they going to do? Feel bad for me? <laughs> give you deodorant? I'm not going to give them 70 bucks so I, they could be like, I'm sorry to hear it. It's like, I just want to tell you, you stink. Mm. And they're right. I do stink. But Jack stinks harder because he's not. Because <laughs> he's still like, be my friend. Uh, Sam suddenly thinks, oh my gosh, my father. I bet he'd love this. Probably not, but he's going to do it anyway because he loves living more than he doesn't love whatever whatever's cancer. happening here. <laughs> I like not having cancer as opposed to having cancer. 
So back on, they agree to let Sam go. So Sam and Jack somehow they let Jack go back. Yeah, and they leave, and they leave SG three. Which if I'm as if I'm a member of SG three, I'm like, why do you have to drag us into your BS all the time? I think they should send SG three to more uh, diplomatic uh, missions because uh, this happens a little bit down the line. But when they get back and there's an evac going on, the Jack's like, what are you guys doing? He's like, hey, I thought you wanted to be friends with these guys. We're helping them move. Yeah. <laughs> they got some New Jerseyite on the SG3 squad, and they were like, well, we're not going to just let them suffer. Hey, you man, know what I mean? I'm not a monster. I don't tell you I don't tell you how to talk to your snake friends. Don't uh, tell us how to do our jobs, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm not. What am I going to do? Just let them suffer? No. <laughs> I don't even know if that's really how he sounded, but that's how he sounds for me now forever. <laughs> He's like Sal. He is. His name is Sal. It's it's Vito from The Sopranos. He's just it's helping like him move. Sal. It's Colonel Makepeace. His name is like Sal Makepeace. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the be- Oh, that's for the pre- promo for next week. Let me tell you bloody what. Okay. Sam goes in for the hard sell with Dad and was like... <sighs> I definitely have to tell you that I am part of the Stargate program. (laughs) It's like, hey, Dad, remember how you thought I was just, like, doing formulas and stuff? Well, here you go. And, like, he's like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, really, though? (laughs) Seriously. And he he looks at Hammond, and Hammond's like, like, yeah, it's true. (laughs) Stargate all day, every day for me, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he agrees to go. And uh, I will always love when somebody gets to see the gate work for the first time. The yeah, that's always that's that's like one of the best scenes when they first see the gate and you see like the eyes light up. Yeah, like their reactions. I mean, I know it's just actors and been around for an eternity, but like their characters' reactions is just so pure that mm-hmm. like I don't know what what like thought process like Carmen went into to to have that awe in front of definitely a non-working Stargate. But, like, I love every time. I'm never not so excited to see somebody react to seeing... To, like, the gate... Yeah, to seeing, like, the the gate effect for the first time. It's like, And, like, the event horizon being so, like, liquidy like that. So cool. Because I always say that's how I would react, man. If I ever went to, like, the Stargate, I'd be like, And you guys go... You guys do this every day? Yeah, like, they would, I would just be full tilt. Like, I'd probably pass out. I just wouldn't be able to handle it. I can't believe they I'd didn't ask, let I'd me I'd ask in. so many questions. Like, we're going to a planet now? Like, now? Like, if I step through there, I'm on another planet? What? 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 I can't believe they didn't let me in when I went to Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Air Force, how dare you? Because <laughs> you're a civilian. They're not going to just let you in. They used to you let have, you like, in. Some, they used to. Yeah, unless you have, like, some horrible, like, things. It's suspicious to me, and here's why I'll put on my tinfoil hat for this. It's suspicious because they don't use NORAD anymore. They don't use it. It's uh, only minimally staffed for, you know, nothing, after all. Mm. If it was so nothing, then why can't I go in it? If Area 51 because doesn't exist, no- why it's can't I? probably nothing on the surface. No, yeah, it's, nope, they've got the, the, you know, they got the whole gate and everything, and not the Stargate, but like the front entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne Mountain Complex. Plus we're, see- plus, we're seeing a lot of UFO stuff now. Which which further, like, I'll just, uh, now I'm wearing two tinfoil hats. I'm like, what is going on that they got to release the UFO info as a distraction? That's a pretty big distraction. What's happening? Mm-hmm. What the hell's happening out there? 
That's usually like a look over there. Oh boy, we got to clean up like a pile of dead bodies or whatever they did that is bad. Pile of LSD experiments yeah. or whatever. Or the Hellmouth opening up. Mm. All right, I'll take off my hats now. <laughs> when they come through the gate, they arrive to the evac. Jacob Carter is bugged out about all of it. So, like, he is. It takes a long time for all of this to happen, but it doesn't happen like uh, quickly. Like they they spend a lot of time. So when when I write that Jacob bugs out, this is at least fifteen minutes of the show of him bugging out, but not like freaking out, being like the scarecrow where he's like, "But you, but you, I don't understand." Like, uh, yeah, he's more like in he's more like in wonder, like whoa. Yeah, when Selmac, like Selmac's the name. Ah, Selmac, yeah, okay. Got the hair. Uh, them talking to each other is so sweet. Yeah, I do. I do like that moment. It's like a like. He's like, go on. He's like, I think I like you now. Oh, I know. It's such a um, like a intimate little like world building, character building kind of thing. Not that not every episode's like that, but your monster of the weeks don't really allow for that kind of that kind of thing and i didn't even see that much development for daniel and his wife that i see between jacob and selmac you know and it also humanizes jacob a little bit because remember previous episodes you always thought he was like a jerk yeah it's chilly then you realize (laughs) he's not not a bad guy yeah like he was uh once once the blending occurs like right before it does like his dad or Sam's dad like thaws out just a little bit to be like, I was proud even when I thought you were a telescope nerd. <laughs> well, that's because he doesn't have arthritis anymore either. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He was going to do know, a arth- bloody cartwheel with that. Yeah. He's, I mean, uh, arthritis will make you cranky, I guess. Uh, so Daniel goes on to suggest that, oh wait, that's down the line here. I'm going to get back to that Daniel thought because, um, Selmax like, Hey, we could die anyway. And I don't, I'm not usually moved to tears in this way, and I don't remember being moved that much in my younger day, but maybe as an older person. When they're saying their goodbyes, I started crying, <laughs> even though I know. Oh. <laughs> I know Jacob makes it. Obviously, he's in the rest of the series. And then the blending happens, but they um, they have to rest a while so she can fix the cancer and, and whatever else is wrong with, with Jacob. Uh, Jack catches the spy. Because he sees the box that has the communicator in it. And is like, Teal'c, how well little can those guys get? He's like, I've seen it in the palm of hands. <laughs> so that insert shot from the last episode. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was foreshadowing. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, Sam and Martouf stay back to make sure that Salmak and Jacob uh, make it through. Uh, everybody winds up through the gate just in time. As usual. Mm-hmm. And then, because uh, the death gliders are not landing for some reason and doing a ground assault, they're just sticking to the air and they have the shot, the aim of stormtroopers in those things. They are bad yeah. at it. Yeah, they're just bad at it. Like, why, you even, why do we even have these things? I mean, if you're close enough to send death gliders, screw the gate, just blow it up. What are you doing? Blow up the dial device. Yeah, don't you, don't you have rings? Yeah, don't even worry. You don't even need yeah. it here on this planet. Uh, no, but I think if you just, dis- I think if you destroy, the- you want to mean destroy the gate or destroy the the dial home device. Either will work. Either will keep your 
you're hunted right where they are. Because then there's no getting off that planet without the gate. Yeah, but if you destroy the gate, you risk destroying the planet. That planet's not attached to the gate. You can break the gate. Yeah, but yeah, but you want to capture some people. You don't want to kill everyone. I mean, I don't think they care one way you or could... the other. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> no, they remember they need every they ghouls, so they need so they need hosts. Yeah, but half of those are the the rebellion ghouls. So, I mean, a a dead toker is a good toker, probably in their eyes. Yeah. Anyway, they're bad shots, is what I'm saying, because everybody makes it through twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, Daniel had suggested that they have something to offer, and that is hosts. I wonder what the vetting process is to become a host. Like, if I have cancer, like, do they just, like, check the cancer wards to see, like, who's probably going to die and who would be mildly interested in longer-than-usual life? It's either that or they do the whole DS9 thing with the trill. You have to go through, like, an extensive process. I haven't thought about the trill in a long time. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's enjoy- That's an enjoyable memory. Thanks for that. You're welcome. You have to have like a high IQ mm. and like be really smart. Oh, Like yeah. eight languages. <laughs> They're going to wind up like making a men in black with pe- just people with cancer and shit like that and bad kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that scene the other day where uh, Will Smith's like applying to be a man in black and he shoots the uh, cardboard cut out of the girl. Yeah, it's such a good movie. I know. I like it very much. Anyway, uh, that's it. Everybody makes it. The Toker go on. Jacob's like, don't call us, we'll call you. And uh, mm-hmm. he has that He has that little like uh, reconciliation with Sam. I know. He's proud of Sam. So good. So I gave it five stars. And Yeah, so did I. This is probably my favorite, one of the favorite, if not the favorite, of the two parters that they do. Now, I know there's some real mm-hmm. pips down the line that I'm not remembering. <laughs> so maybe I'll just eat my words on that. Uh, but I gave it... This one gets the full five stars. Part two is the five stars part. Yeah, I give it five stars as well. Uh, A plus, both episodes are mandatory viewing. Uh, really opens up the world. And uh, and that's it. So that's it for that. I I watched the promo for the next episode. And oh boy. This one I is... love the next episode. Only oh. because... Oh. I'm a, I'm a, uh, <laughs> Are you sure? There's a cat. There's a character in that episode that just is like the coolest character of them all. Is that because Native American peoples generally are cool? <laughs> or <laughs> but he's like, but he is just like, it's like he is just like Shaggy kind of cool. Like, hey man, uh, right. So instead of it being ancient Chinese secret, the next episode is ancient Indian secret. <laughs> ancient, ancient Indian secret, yep. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, oh, please don't age poorly. Please don't age poorly. <laughs> I can see by the costuming, <laughs> it probably already has. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's a different time. It's kind of like the early season one episode with the Mongols. And it's just like, oh, my God. Some stuff stuff. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I get it, though. Like, you want to portray different aspects of Earth culture on different planets because that's the premise of what happens to the Tari. They get spread out and, like, different cultures go to different planets. You can't exactly make them be like how they would be now. So I'm sure it's mm-hmm. fine. I'm sure it's not, like, wildly insensitive. I'm sure it's not, like... Uh, oh, no, no. They've, they've definitely gotten better, but it's like, all right. Um, Native okay. American Halloween costume kind of 
It doesn't look like that. It looks like maybe they paint, they did a little bit better than that. But we'll find out no, because I haven't seen it. Up I still like it because it's fun. <laughs> oh, I like all these things. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not bothered by um by time. I'm just not bothered by time. There's nothing, you know. I've seen when I watched a lot of those older movies. There's a lot of things that could be better, but I try. I don't watch them with a 2020 eyeball because what they wouldn't have had those sensibilities back then, like in the 1930s. You mean like how people see Gone with the Wind now and want to do stuff to it? And it's like you know, that's you know, not. I was thinking of that, and I was like, you know, what's funny about that when they were like, oh, we put something ahead of it. It's because they they took a bunch of stuff from Turner Classic Movies and just dumped it on there. And what happens is in the front of every movie that Turner shows, the guy has passed away now, but uh, whoever the new guy does it to, and I saw one with Alex Trebek, they tell you the historical context of the film and what you're going to see. So when I watched Traitor Horn, the movie from like 1930, it's the first movie ever filmed in Africa. And they use real. Really, I, th- I thought I thought African Queen was. No, no, this that's is the... fir- wow. That's the first movie. African Horn, and let me tell you, it is boring, but it's because <laughs> they spend a lot of time panning around the landscapes because nobody's ever ever seen them before in in a movie, and they let you know in the beginning, right before the movie shows, the kind of language they use. Now, I don't recall hearing any n bombs being passed about. But I did hear an occasional savage. So it could have been worse. <laughs> and uh, it's like the old guy who's been living in Africa for like 25 years is passing the torch. And the young guy doesn't know how the African people are. So he's the one who's misusing the words. And the older man is like, these are the people who are going to keep you alive. So you may want to check that at you the door, my man. Cut, cut down on the savage thing. Yeah, like big time. And... Yeah. Uh, it also shows a guy get eaten by an alligator, and that's real. And they, they tell you about that, too. <laughs> like that's they, real? That's real. It's real. It's really real. He fell off the vine. He got ate. Oh, okay. It wasn't uh, an actor. It was just a local guy, and they were filming, uh, you know, vine to vine kind of stuff. And he fell in and got torn to pieces, and they were filming, and they kept it in. <laughs> oh, that's uh, it's nice, morbid, right? but okay. It's cool. But, yeah, there's a lot of older movies. That uh, but so that that HBO Max didn't know that they did that in front of like every movie. They used to do it in front of uh, Gone with the Wind. They'll do it in front of even like Hallelujah is the first all black cast movie ever made, and it was a blockbuster. Let me tell you that and it's good. Yeah, but Gone with really the Wind. Good. See, I never got offended with Gone with the Wind because like I knew the subject matter, and I'm like, okay, I know this is a movie. You know, I know, I I know the story, so I know what's gonna happen. Oh, for sure. I never got offended with it. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I honestly believe has happened. We have protests to have black people murdered less, and white people responded with, we took the statue away. Does that help? <laughs> be like, we took all the statues down. Be like, that's not what we asked for. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, it's good that you did that. It's nice. It's, but it's that's the not, that it's, it's nice, but it's not what we asked for. <laughs> yeah, they're like, can you kill us less? They were like, hey, we... We we took on with the wind off uh, HBO Max here for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Equal rights, am I right? Okay, good, thanks. I mean, good, right? You happy? <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. There you go. You're not. You, there you go. You're not marginalized anymore. Um, <laughs> what? You're like, that's what we're doing it right. Are we doing it right? <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> oh. So that's it. Uh, I I recommend um 
I recommend watching Hallelujah. It's a really good movie if you can find it. Okay. And uh, the music is next level. Like, so good. And people didn't think it was going to make any money, but it made a buttload of money. I'm like, why? I mean, but that's how they thought back then. They were like, ah, black people won't go see movies. Like, what are you talking about? Everybody loves movies. And the guy who made it was uh, a director, King Vidor. He was, um, he was so confident. He was a white guy and he was so confident that they were, that Hollywood was missing out on, <laughs> on revenue that he made it with his own money to show them how much money that they were missing out on. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he got nominated for best That's director. That's cool. <laughs> he didn't win, but he got nominated. That's cool. Yeah, it was really, and it, it, it truly, because the story itself is just a good, like, love triangle kind of story. But back then, that wasn't a trope. That was all new stuff. So, yeah, so it was new. So, yeah, people see it over and over again. So, yeah, it's a, it's the story of, like, a, a sharecropper in love with, like, a, like a singer uh, who's in love with, like, I'd say gangster, but that wasn't really a thing back then. So, like, uh, like a criminally sort. And, uh, and they're fighting for the affection of this one. Oh, so it's singer. not like Carmen. No, no. <laughs> 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 it's like, then, you know, car chases and, and love and all the rest and music and good. It's good. It's really good, in my opinion. See, they never showed that to us in high school. In high school, the black movies we saw were Uncle Tom's Cabin, Raisin in the Sun, and Glory. Oh, come on. So they were like mildly depressing. Well, it's not like they were like, well, and here's Roots. <laughs> oh, no, we never saw. I don't think. I didn't see Roots until like college. Mm. But like, But like high school, they... Get, the most depressing was raising the sun because I'm like, wow, this is just sad. It is super sad. Or like, here's the color purple. Uh, that I saw in college. Color purple? No, color. No, actually, color purple. I saw when I was a kid. And I was like, this is horrible. You're like, this is a lot for a kid. Why? Why am I watching this? <laughs> I shouldn't be watching this. We watched a lot of damaging stuff as children. Not that the color purple is damaging, but just generally, like adult themed. Even our kids' movies were too adult for. Mm-hmm. Children like the never ending story is too adult. Like Watership, like Watership Down. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, I remember watching that. Like Labyrinth is too adult for kids, and the Dark Crystal is too adult for kids. No. Labyrinth and Dark Crystal never bothered me because it's Jim Henson. So I was like, Jim Henson's cool. Yeah, but like, when you Watership go back, Down always scarred uh, me. Yeah, but when you go back and you watch movies like that, like I thought the saddest thing in the Never Ending Story was the horse dying. And then I watched it as an adult, and I'm wrong. That is not the saddest part of that movie. The saddest part of that movie is the rock monster. You got that right. Oh my god! When, I he, was when he lost all, really? when he's like talking about how he lost all his friends, I was like, oh, too much. I can't handle this. And I was like, I can't believe I watched this as a child. The Black Cauldron, which is dark, dark in the nineties. Yeah, like don't get, yeah, like never end the story. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, our tax is sad, but. If you really look into it, Rock by the Story's sadder. Like big, strong hands. I was, I cried like a monster in my adult years over that. That was too much. Yeah, and he's like, they look like big, strong hands, don't they? Ugh. But I couldn't hold on to them. I'm like, oh god. This is, that is so much worse. Because I mean, yeah, I feel bad for the horse and everything, but in the end, it's a horse. So you know, I mean, it couldn't answer him. <laughs> like the yeah. the little the racing snail and and. 
whatever. Like, they could be like, please help us. And he's like, I cannot. (laughs) I'm trying my best. And just general themes were just quite adult, I think. But that's fine. Tell me the name of your dead mother. Yeah, seriously. I already picked it out. (laughs) Aw, that guy's still hot. Noah is Noah something. And do you know the guy on the racing snail is the same guy that uh, Tim Burton used for uh, the uh, Oompa Loompas in the new... uh, Oh, in the new one? Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I don't watch that new trash. Same guy. I don't watch that new trash. You watch it? Trash. trash. I liked it. I thought it was good. I like Johnny Depp. I don't need to see Edward Scissorhands run a chocolate factory. <laughs> so that's what it always looks like. Whenever he works with Tim Burton, it always looks like some manifestation of Edward Scissorhands makes meat pies that put their people. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands runs a chocolate factory. So you didn't, so you didn't like Sweeney Todd? Uh, I wasn't wild about it, I gotta say. But I saw a really incredible production of it, which takes away from any filmed version of it because it was an immersive theater experience. Oh, wow. Okay. So we were sitting at like uh, lunch tables and you would buy food before the show started. So, and they would put like a little green sauce on your meat pie and you would get a drink and the actors walked that's, on the tables and they, so like you were customers like, peeping in on what was going on in the play. It was amazing. What was going on? Where was this? It was in the village. My girlfriend that works for Broadway, oh. she uh, she was like, do you want to go see this play? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go see this play. <laughs> and it was just so good. I like the Patrick Stewart version. That was actually better than this one. Mm. Well, I didn't, I didn't mind the Tim Burton one. I mean, it's fine, but, but Tim Burton's got the same aesthetic everywhere, and that is... Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say that about a lot of filmmakers, I guess, but this one's like a the drab guy, and I'm like... Because like, Quentin Tarantino has the same aesthetic everywhere you look to him. But I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but his movie his movies are a lot of fun though. I gotta admit, his movies are a lot of fun to watch. And something about Tim Burton, like he wears thin after a couple for me. Yeah, it like Alice in Wonderland was was <sighs> the one for me. Man, I ain't got time. That for got that. me. I was just like, nah, <laughs> I didn't like this. The Edward Scissorhands is the rabbit who's late for an important <laughs> date, right? Is that what's happening over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, Edward Scissorhands was the Mad Hatter. Oh, the Mad Hatter. Okay. Yeah. Mm mm mm. I mean, I understood what he was. The only thing that was cool was Crispin Glover as the Ace of Hearts. Mm. That was actually pretty cool. Crispin Glover's cool. a wild card. He is insane. I liked him as Mr. World on American Gods. Too bad that show pooped the bed. Oh, really? They don't have it anymore? I'm sure they do, but they like wandered off book. And all the actors well, that, that, quit, except like Ricky that Whittle. Happens. That happens. That happens. It, happened with, it happens with the best of books, like Game of Thrones... Mm-mm-mm. I'm sure American Gods. Well, I mean, it's okay, but like, there's so, a reason yeah. why like the dead wife didn't have a big part in the book. It's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. And like, while I like the direction they took with their leprechaun, um, that's also not in the book. Oh, Mad Sweeney. Mm. That's not in the book. So, reason why no, it's not Mad in the book. Sweeney, I think Mad Sweeney. You just see him for a little bit. In the in book, the in the beginning, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and then of- Shadow steals the coin, and he's like, "Where's the coin? Where's the coin?" Um, I read, before I read American Gods, I actually read its adjacent companion novel first, Anansi somehow. Boys? Anansi Boys, yeah. And it was so incredible that I'm like, ah, it's better than American yeah, Gods, have, even. I have it. I still haven't gotten around to reading it. Because I read American Gods. Mm. And that was pretty good. That was really good. But Anansi Boys is, not only is it better, but if you can get the audiobook, the guy who reads the audiobook 
does such a good voice of uh the tiger that like it like I'll listen to it again because he he was so good. Oh wow. And he when when he does his impression of tiger, it is really really good. Not that spider's not yeah. good, it's good. But uh so good. Yeah, I stopped. I stopped watching. The, I stopped watching American Gods when they got rid of uh, Orlando Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you even doing? I was like, why? Oh my god! Oh, that's because they lost their showrunner and therefore lost their vision. So they lost Orlando Jones. They lost Gillian Anderson. All loyal to that that director. Mm-hmm. And like they, because they were they. Well, Orlando Jones had said they started cutting. Anansi scenes. Not that he was a, such a massive player in the book or anything, but they just wanted to make it less black. He, <laughs> He's right. They did. Yeah, but he was. I mean, I didn't even look at it like that. I was like, he was. He was like. He was charismatic. He was like. He was basically like the their version of the Joker. Well, sure, that, because that, that he's a trickster god, and that's that's the fun of it. But then, so now when you read or you listen to Anansi voice, imagine him as one of the characters in that book yeah because it's excellent because that's how i would do it like because it follows the story of a family and like their struggles or whatever that's meant to mirror the the tales of anansi like his children uh so having i grew grew up reading like anansi and stuff so i'm like yeah this is cool so having orlando jones play the god and then play one of his own descendants that would be really amazing but he's such a good actor too man he is. We're going to continue this in a second. You can find us on social media at ZPM, Stargate, at your Instagrams, Facebooks, Gmail, Twitter. I've been more active on Twitter, as said before. So get us. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. No, we'll see you guys next week. All right, because we're going to keep keep on track with when we release shows. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.